You ready? I think so. All right. All right. Let's do your chant. Get you in the mood. Got to get you in the mood. It doesn't really work for me. It It doesn't work for me at Walmart. It it works. This is going to work. This is part of it now. You need to get in the mood to podcast. Give me a board. I just don't think my dad ever said he loved me as much as I wanted him to. Give me a game. Give me a game. Yeah. Mind games. That's what he played by not saying he loved me. Give me a snobs. He was a snob with love. Give me emotional trauma. (laughs) What in the world is wrong with you? Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Go, Jerry. Welcome. Yes, welcome one and all to the board game. Bienvenidos. Yes, Ben those Benitos. Bend them like Beckham. Uh, to the Board Game Snobs podcast, the only podcast ben about... them burritos. I've been eating a lot of burritos here lately. Uh, uh, why? Because it's uh, beans and rice wrapped in a tortilla. It's I know what they are. dieting. I- Oh, oh, okay. I, f- I keep forgetting you're on your plant-based crap. Uh, how much? Like, I mean, weight- I, I'm still at a plateau. I'm still at 50 pounds loss. I, I have yet to break the plateau. Mm. Well, that's not really a. Uh, I mean, 50 pounds is nothing to to mm at. That's a that's a great. <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> it's not a thing that makes you go. Mm. No, but it's a it's that's a, that's a significant amount of weight. I'm very proud of you for losing. It that is, weight. but I just I don't like to brag. I I prefer to quote people who have said complimentary things about me. That's the that's well, what I like to do. And so that way, <laughs> <laughs> you're doing awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Says so and so. Your willpower is unmatched. Unquote. Says anonymous. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that works well. Just keep those compliments in your back pocket. So whenever you need them, just whip them out and say, not to brag or anything, but. <laughs> but, well, you're not. If you're quoting someone else, you're not bragging. Right? About yourself? Uh, I mean, they said it about you. So. So I'm it must quoting. be true. Exactly. Mm. I don't um, know. Okay. What you don't? You, you don't? You don't? You, you're like you don't know what to say. That's what. You, that's your I, go to. That's your go to thing. Well, this Did makes me uncomfortable. Know? This makes me uncomfortable <laughs> talking about you. I'll just I'll just say it. I'll just say it because I feel like I am I am really the driving force of your weight loss. Because if I had not fat shamed you for all those years, you wouldn't be trying to lose weight. So I feel like this is negative partially. reinforcement does work. You're just like my father. Right. Yeah. Call me daddy. <laughs> Call me daddy. <laughs> And the circle is complete. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, this is God. something random that popped into my head, and I wrote down in my journal. And I have have, have you ever written anything down, and then you're like, <laughs> "What in the world did I mean by this?" I don't have a journal because I'm not a 13 year old girl. <laughs> well, go ahead. Well, I do, and I wrote down brick and Mordor, <laughs> not brick and mortar. But brick and Mordor. So I can only assume I was thinking about creating a shop that sells headshots of Steve Carell with a trident and Mordor, you know, the realm and base of evil Sauron from Lord of the Rings. I thought that was Hodor's brother. He was just bigger. (laughs) Hodor and Mordor. No, uh, Mordor apparently is east of Gondor. Did you know there was a Gondor? Mm, Gondor no. Man. <laughs> Did you ever watch Condor Man from the uh, 80s or maybe uh, it was the 70s? I, I, I listened to the Flight of the Concords and I liked the show. Flight of the uh, Condors? <clears throat> 
There was an old movie called Condor Man. He was a superhero. It was super cheesy. Basically, it was a dude in a wingsuit. And, like, that was his superpower. Reckless endangerment. Just he would jump and he would fly. (laughs) But he had to jump from... He had to jump from extreme heights. (laughs) That's why I hate internet podcasting. Yes. Have you ever seen that uh, extreme like wingsuit stuff where they like go through the valleys and the crevices that are deep in the earth and they just fly at like these tremendous speeds and angles? Yes. Yes. That's exactly. I was one night looking, uh, Googling uh, men in spandex diving into crevices and that's the video that showed up. (laughs) Thank you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep it going. Oh. Condor. (laughs) Yeah. I think I went to a store called Condor Sense somewhere in <laughs> Dallas. Uh, also, upon uh, looking more into Mordor, I, you know, I've seen I, I, I've seen the movies a long time ago. I, you know, they're kind of not too. They're just there's a lot going on in those movies, but I always found some of the stuff just very on the nose. Like, where they were going to toss the ring into, you know, that big volcano. You know what it was called? I don't, actually. Dan, you Mount, know. Mount Doom. Now, well, I'm uh, sure so immediately, that's not, I'm sure that's that's, not a place I want to go to. I'm sure that's not actually the actual name of the mountain. That was just the colloquial term it was, for it. No, no, it was Mount Doom. You go through the forest of despair, across the river of evil, and here you are. Nah, no, that's just some poor writing. That's lazy writing there, Mr. Tolkien. Yeah, that's what I said. So do you have a point to this? Speaking of mountains, (laughs) no, I'm just like like crossing stuff off of my diary to talk about. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. I'll suffer through this for another three minutes. Speaking of mountains, did you know Mountain Dew was slang for moonshine back in the old days? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I knew that, actually. Oh. Yep. Speaking of which, did you know that newborns don't cry tears? They cry... um something else what is it it's uh they don't cry they have no tear ducts they're not developed yet or something they're faking it crocodile tears that's what they're crying stupid babies (laughs) just looking for attention yeah oh this is premature awareness uh uh hang on a second is my microphone plugged in oh it is (laughs) yes i can Uh, hear you i'm sorry i started early (laughs) uh The uh, this is premature awareness month for the babies that are born premature and the complications that are of that premature awareness day. I'm sorry, that's that's what uh, that's today. That's today, today or yesterday. The the irony <laughs> the, the irony of being late. It's and, Wednesday. <laughs> the irony of being late talking about premature awareness day is not lost on me. But at the <laughs> office, that was like a thing. Like it's you know in the healthcare industry, there's all these weird days that like remind you about you know they they try to prompt you to think about. This is the day that it's scleroderma awareness day. Do you know about scleroderma? Okay, here's some stuff we need to review on it. And you know, yeah, and she started in the mod squad. That 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 that's uh, a terrible joke. And <laughs> fortunately, people with scleroderma are thick skinned enough to take it. Oh dear God, cut that out. Um, Whatever happened to her? <laughs> so. We should probably just stop. Right well, now we need to do this tomorrow. Uh, do I, now we I'm, can't do much editing. We can't do because this has got to go out stat because we're way behind. Okay, so what are we? Even did talk- you know? <laughs> did you know that King Tut? <laughs> did you know that King Tut's parents were likely brother and sister? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tested the mitochondrial DNA of the mother. And uh, determined that the mother was the sister of the previous pharaoh, Akhenaten. I think that's correct. Has to be. Known to be Tutankhamun's father. Is it Tutankhamun or Tutankhamun? Tutankhamun. And so he had that in common with his brother. Tuts. Well, what do we have in what do we have in common, boys? Well, we got Tuts. We got the, yes. our dad is also our grandpa. 
<laughs> oh, no. Speaking of which, so they don't know if his mother was the famous Nefertiti or not, but due to this. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. I thought I misheard you there for a moment. Go ahead. <laughs> so mm. due to this, Tut had a number of prominent. <laughs> I'm just stating the facts here. Due to this, uh, Tut probably had a number of prominent physical disfigurements, unfortunately, mm-hmm. due to the incestuous relationship. His nose is blown off. So it says his mother was likely the famous Queen Nefertiti, who also might have been <laughs> Tut's mother. <laughs> Essentially, Tut's wife was a certainly his half-sister, possibly his blood sister, and maybe even his stepmother. Mm. Okay. Oh, interesting. That's a great. That's great. Is this all off uh, bestlife.com? <laughs> where, where can I no, go? This is off of my other favorite website, ranker.com. Oh, We're right. fixing oh. to get to Best Life here in just a oh, second. Well, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Mm. According to bestlifeeveronline.com, uh, the uh, Ethiopian calendar, based on the Ethiopian Orthodox Church, believes Jesus Christ was born in 7 BC, which is 7 years previous to the current calendar. Mm-hmm. So the Ethiopian calendar is seven years late. They're in 2013. That means so, they're not experiencing what we're experiencing right now. No. Oh, oh. That's how that works, obviously, right? So that's like tenant. They're going backwards. They're backwards in time. This is a pincer move by the Ethiopians. Back should- in, Ethi- in Ethiopia... I've only played Catan for the first time. We should do some anachrony-style stuff and send stuff back to them. (laughs) (laughs) Like a calendar. (laughs) How about that? How about a drugstore calendar? A shipment of masks. Mm. Did you know pieces of the same metal become permanently stuck together if they touch in space? I got, yeah, I knew that. I got to thinking of that. Uh, Not that, but about the... Anachrony, because somebody posted on that uh, Facebook group that I'm in that talks about board games, the board game group on Facebook. I was about to say, not ours. <clears throat> not ours. No, we don't talk about board games on ours. Uh, but uh, they were talking about Anachrony, and that mechanic of being able to borrow things and then send them back into the past, I got to thinking, and this is a thought experiment for you. Oh! If this, this thing, if you were to know what you know now, and you could send something back to yourself November If two- I could turn back time. To November of 2019. The things that you were going to panic about in 2020. Wouldn't it be weird to get like this package tenanted to you that has like masks and toilet paper in it? <laughs> Just like no explanation. <laughs> this will help you in the upcoming. <laughs> a mask and toilet paper. Mask and toilet Someone paper. obviously has a real uh, 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 sphincter problem, is, yeah, would be my guess. Something's awry. Uh, something's. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Let me let me power through this because I've had some of these things in my diary. For oh, I'm sorry, now. I interrupted you. Continue on with my thought Did experiment. You know? Push to the side. <laughs> I want to hear what the teeny bopper <laughs> editorial editors of BestLife.com have to say about oh, whatever crap it is that you've dug up to kind of fill in for banter. Please, I am you riveted. looking at Facebook groups that actually talk about board games. Meanwhile, I. I'm posting Miley Cyrus videos and people are getting upset. Oh, yeah. Leaving our group even. We lost our first member of our group because you posted that inappropriate <laughs> Miley Cyrus video. He was very he angry. He was upset. Well. Like, uh, wait, I want to report this to the administrator. <laughs> and he did. He reported your post to me. And I did. I was like, nah, this stays. This stays. I appreciate you backing me up on that one, Jerry. <laughs> I almost removed it. I almost did till I saw it posted. I thought, be super weird not to back you up on this. Zombie. Z- that is actually one of my most favorite songs of all time. I do. Miser's version of Zombie is awesome. Who's? Miser. M-I-S-E-R. Look it up. Oh, I thought you were trying to say uh, Miley. No, not yeah, Miley. Had, no, you're into I, your gin already. So. <clears throat> no, it's not gin. I just finished that, and now I am opening a bottle of... Gin Miser? <laughs> Kilburn. 
<laughs> if I can figure out how to get this open. Okay, so this is the last Did You Know. Let me get a pen. From Best Life Online. <laughs> Write this down. Cows moo in regional accents. Hmm. So like cows from the south, they have like a twang in their moo? Moo. There you go. There you go. I'm about to have a twang or, in my moo. let's see. Let's see how many different people we can offend. Where would this cow be from? Moo. Uh, Huntersfield. <laughs> yes. Huntersfield. Clearly. Clearly. Um, what about this one? Moo. <sighs> that sounds like a Welsh cow. Hmm. No, let's see. A, mo- uh, a Welsh cow would have to roll his R somehow. Mm. Moor. Moor. He's from a moor. He's from, he goes moor. <laughs> He's from Mordor. Uh. <laughs> Looking for the uh, pasture of milkiness. Uh, that That's in Caledonia. <laughs> Caledonia! Get it? I'm on fire. That was a good one. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, what else do I have to tear through here? I, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm good. Last one. Good thing Human bodies. Early. Human bodies give off a tiny amount of light that glows. Mm. But the intensity is a thousand times lower than the sensitivity of our eyes. That's what your so, aura is. And that's why the machines want to plug you into the matrix because that's that light. They use that the power of the machines in the Matrix. Keanu Reeves. Well, I was th- I was thinking more of Team Edward. You know, he glistened in the sun. <clears throat> yeah, but that glistening was more of maybe like, he was just sweaty. No, that glistening. Sweaty balls. That glistening was the sign of his emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you An noticed emotional glistening? More, yeah, like more people who are emotional and have empathy, they glisten slightly. Don't you know? You sweat constantly. I've always just assumed that was your emotions. <laughs> that's my body crying out for help. Right. And it is. Slowly pushing those calories out. And I'm so glad that you're uh, doing being successful with your plant-based diet. I'm trying. I've plateaued, but I'm still trying. Keep at it. Because here's the thing. It would be hard to respect somebody who just completely gave up, rolled over, and went back to their old ways. Especially if that person was a, I don't know, a a weak British man who got sidetracked making a game with his young daughter. Who gave up bloodlines. Of weak bloodlines. Of gave up on his health and continued down the path without... You know, sticking it out. That would be sad. And turn to meat um, pies to console himself. <laughs> mince meat pies. Mince meat. We sell mince meat in Walmart. Some guy, somebody asked me for it the other day. I'm like, oh, we do not have that here, sir. I don't know what that is. I didn't realize until like uh, Enrique's dad, Mag, showed me that they sell lingua. Like, I love lingua. I will eat some cow's tongue like that. Ain't nobody's business. And I never realized you could purchase that at Walmart. But it's hidden. It's in the back. They got it. They got the tongue, and it's good. Well, is it a is it a is it a southern tongue or a uh, Welsh tongue? Which <laughs> which dialect did that tongue used to moo in? Uh, you know, I I don't. I couldn't tell. Hmm. I, it was tongue tied. Unfortunate. That's that's un, that's unfortunate. So I bought a game the other day that I greatly immediately regret. Okay, tell me about it. Tell me about your regrets, sir. Embers of Memory. I posted on Facebook, should I get this game? I primarily looked at it, saw that it was uh, Osprey Games. I was like, hey, Osprey. Love the way their box opens, very book-like. That's the number one selling point for me. So um, Mechanisms and the designers be darned. I like the way the box opens. None of that box farting for us. We want our boxes oh. to open from the side. And it is amazing. It's beautiful. The cards are beautiful. It's uh, strictly a card game. It's from this series of fantasy books called uh, Throne of Glass. I read the first one a long time ago. Like, this girl's an assassin, and uh, it's just typical fantasy stuff. These people got abilities and powers, and 
I lost interest after the first book. But I saw this game and I was like, ah, it's Osprey. It's uh, based on a book. So I checked it out. It's terrible. It's it's. You remember that card game I bought where you overlap the cards and however you overlap them, you receive, you know, the corn or whatever. I forget what it was called. It was pretty much... It's the similar idea of overlapping cards in a certain way that so that you beat the game. But this is a cooperative game. It says by Kuro, K-U-R-O. I don't know if I know that person or not. But it's bad. Like, it's really, really boring and just like, that's it. Like, you're just overlapping cards. But it's written in a storybook manner so that, like, you're not supposed to. It's a, like a legacy or campaign type thing. Where once you accomplish, once you beat this level, you open up this deck of cards and keep going. But I have no desire to keep going because the first part was so bad and the instructions are not very well, very thought out because it doesn't tell you to the extent of the overlapping that you can go because <clears throat> there are certain things you can or can't do as you overlap them. But uh, it's neither here nor there. But basically, I was going to mainly discuss games based on books for a short moment. Oh, oh, this one's this one's this one's not good. Well, I'm glad you're bringing that up because I'm not prepared at this at all. Well, you don't have to be. Well, no, but I, I was thinking I about of another one. I want to contribute. <laughs> go ahead. I'll think. I'll think while you go. I the other, one of the other, I mean, there's. I mean, other than like you know, like licensed things like you know the two towers. You know the speaking of Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. The the mini games that come from that. Uh, uh, what's the one with, uh, it's also got towers, but it's not towers. The Dark Tower. No. Well, that might be, I'm sure that's the game as well. Dan Follett or something. Is it Follett? Oh, are, are you uh, talking, you talking about the, the uh, it's uh, an old book. Pillars of the Earth. Pillars. Yeah. He also he also did a follow up game of that of Column of Fire, and I've played mm. Pillars of the Earth and Column of Fire and didn't particularly care for either. I sleep on a pillar here in the South. I got my hand between two pillars. <laughs> Those aren't pillows. <laughs> uh, They're supposed to be remaking that. Did you know that? Who who could remake plane trains and automobiles? Will Smith and Kevin Hart. No, no, sorry. It's not going to happen. That's what I said. That's not good. That's not good. That's not. I, I like Kevin Hart, but I just don't. No. I was like Kevin Hart, funny. Will Smith is way past the top of his game. Whereas playing trains and automobiles, that was John Candy, Steve Martin at the top of their game. That was a classic show. And such a simple premise of. This is kind of the straight guy, angry guy, and this is kind of the weird, obnoxious guy. I mean, it's pretty yeah. much me and Enrique. The going funny wherever. guy and the straight man. Yeah. A Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. <laughs> Heard pretty much. But uh, no. Traveling across the country. There's a game that they need to make. Plane, trains, and automobile. It's a co-op game where one person is trying to get across, across from point A to point B while the other person is doing their best to hinder them. Or podcasting the game. Were you trying to do a game and I keep interrupting you? Pretty much. Uh, the Speaking of games based on books, <clears throat> I, I, this is not a book, but uh, Black Sonata was written. <laughs> speaking of games based on books, now this isn't a book. So right. What's the basis? Well, it makes me think of books, makes me think of Shakespeare, because, you know, he wrote plays, and those are kind of like books. <laughs> and, oh, okay. Uh, so They hey. eventually turned them into one hundreds of years later. Yeah, sure. I, I read Romeo and Juliet. Not Romeo and Juliet, the play, but Romeo and Juliet, the book based on the Leonardo DiCaprio movie, which was good. Uh, anyways, Black Sonata, this hidden movement solo game. Still love it, by the way. Still love it. Oh, and that reminds me. I, uh, Chad Elkins. Thinking of books makes me think of Shakespeare. It makes me think of 
Midsummer Night's Dream makes me think of Force. Force make me think of Wood, which makes me think of Kingswood. Chad Elkins sent you a copy of Kingswood. I need to get that to you some point in time. Hello. Hello. Sorry. Sorry. I left while you were talking for a split second. Please don't be offended. Uh, well, uh, oh, no, never mind. Uh, never mind. I'm glad you didn't hear what I just said. It's okay. <laughs> I heard you, I heard you say something about you got to get something to me. So uh, no, I'm expecting no, something. No, I've kept it. It's fine. Continue on. <laughs> uh, the Expanse, the mm. board game, based on a series of books. That you have on your shelf that you haven't read. Uh, well, there's three of them sent to me by Soul Train. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll bring you the thing. Superboard Sunday. When I'll bring you the thing. Of the Gateway I, Network. Is that still a thing? Are we ga- still on the Gateway Network? The <laughs> Is it still in existence? Gateway Network. If you're interested in mediocre podcasts, don't listen to the <laughs> Gateway Network. Because the Gateway Network is nothing but finely edited, highly tuned, curated podcast and other board game media. The Gateway Network is the only... That's your home now. Who's in the Gateway Network? Me. uh, And you are. And I am. Yes. And you can... Check out anytime you want, but you can never leave the Gateway Network. <laughs> I tried to get out, but they pulled me right back in. I, I need to bring by your house, and I'll wipe the COVID off this thing that Chad Elkins sent you. I'll bring it by your house, and I want to get those Expanse books, because I'd like to read them, if you don't mind. I've been in the mood to read here lately. Whatever. I'm reading them. You're not going to read them. They've been sitting on I am reading shelf. them, You're right not- after I get done with my latest issue of Archie and Jughead. Oh, Jughead. What what uh, what game were we going to talk about here today? Uh, well, the first one I was going to start off with was uh, we the last time me and you managed to get together. So many we played. ago. We played a couple of games. Unmatched Cobble and Fog, mm. which I did not know was Rob Davio. Uh, this particular one's Rob Davio, Justin Jacobson, and Chris Leader by Mondo Games or Restoration Games. It's it, Everybody knows what it is by now, but it's the asymmetrical You're Invisible Man or Sherlock or Jekyll and Hyde or Dracula. I was the Invisible Man because the, being invisible is my favorite superpower. Bar none. Whatever. Bar none. But it had there's some. But you'd be too busy talking. They're like, we can track you down because he won't shut up. No, no, <laughs> you're too busy talking. I have questions. You're too busy telling us some story. I have questions though. If right. I'm invisible, do I have to be naked? Because, or do I have? Does the invisibility, uh, according to the movies I've ever seen, yes. So, so that basically I can't go outside in the cold. I mean, that really hinders your ability to be invisible. You can't do it outside when it's super cold. So it's like you can be invisible, but like the Dakotas and Canada are off limits. Like you won't be able to sneak around. Is there something you could slather on your body to make it warm, even Mm -hmm. if it's naked, like blubber or something? Oils. Could you do oils? Oils, Creams and lotions. Are there creams that that lock in heat? Crisco. (laughs) So what I would do. But if, if you super- know of creams and lotions that lock in heat, get at us. I think I've seen those on a particular aisle at Walmart. It's like you put it on your body and it like warms that part of the body up. Boardgamesnobs at gmail.com <laughs> if you know of a good warming. Starts with a K. Oil. So. Hmm. Uh, warming liquids. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just send us some. <laughs> Lots of it. So in. in, in I'm going to bathe if, in it. <laughs> If I could make my surroundings like my everything, you know, invisible, that to me is a great superpower. But the whole having to be nude and, Wait, and make your yeah. surroundings, yeah. Invisible. So like, if my clothes or objects that I possess that are on my person invisible, like I could cast a veil of invisibility oh, yeah, all yeah. around me. So it's like, cause like if I'm if I'm sneaking through somebody's house and I'm invisible. And I'm like stealing their wallet. They're just going to see their wallet just pick up off the mantle. And they're like, what's going yeah. on? It would be helpful if 
Yeah, then they just think they're like houses possessed or something. Right. And I couldn't, I'd be dropping stuff because I'm oiled up. So then up. you'd be like making, you'd be going, <laughs> you just see this wallet going, yeah. And I mean, <laughs> that's, that, that's my point. I guess you could hide it. So like if you shoved it between your butt cheeks, would it Those then disappear? Those aren't pillows. <laughs> if you shoved it between two pillars, uh, would Dan Follett be able to find it? Oh, Dan Follett could find himself out of two pillows. Um, is that the name? Of, is that the name of the writer? Is it Ben? No, it's Follett, isn't it? Pretty sure. Pillars of the Earth. Ken, Ken, not Ben or Dan or Ken. whatever. It's Ken Follett. Ken. Are you shivering? Are you out in the cold naked? Yes, my oils have worn off. My essential oils have worn off, and now I can be seen and heard. And you're in the cold. It is not flattering, sir. No, no. So, what were we talking about? Oh, unmatched. It's a good unmatched game. Couple of fog. Yes, I was it's, the fog. Uh, you were the cobble. It's it's enjoyable. I was Sherlock. You were uh, Mister Invisible, and I defeated you. Uh, Sherlock uh, does did seem to be a little overpowered, especially uh, with Watson. I I whacked I swacked Watson. He's dead by the time. Yeah, Watson did not survive the uh, encounter, but uh, Sherlock put the put the put the stomp on you. So well, he's hyped up on booger sugar. If you know what I mean, <laughs> heroin. <laughs> Oh, I got a cough. I I sense that. I'm sorry about that. I've been out in the cold too long. (laughs) The oils aren't... uh, I'm going to have to get some eucalyptus going on here. You get some thieves on there. (laughs) Time. Uh, Yeah, Uh, it's it's okay. It's okay. I've heard it compared to the Funkoverse, because, I mean, it's just a... I don't know, a grid of miniatures, and you're attacking and retreating and attacking and defending and whereas unmatched uses cards so it's uh deterministic combat and funko versus dice now i will say this and you didn't play this game uh and this is about uh, unmatched so if you like unmatched if you like unmatched and you like that card play there was a game that didn't catch a lot of attention that's very similar in this grid style combat game i believe uh, me and Enrique played it, and I think I even talked about it at a previous podcast in connection with BGG. It was Judge Dredd, made by none other than Martin Wallace. And he uses a similar card mechanic. Uh, if I read right, now don't quote me on this because I never played Wildlands, but it was similar. I never to, quote you. It was similar to Wildlands because I never say anything flattering. Why would you? <laughs> um, but the card play in Judge Dredd was very similar too unmatched but much better so each card oh, really? yes each card activated one of your four fighters but it did something each different with each fighter so it's like oh this card is really good to move my scout but it also lets my heavy attack really hard so do i want to play this card and get rid of it to move my scout a lot or but i'm also playing it and losing the opportunity to have a, a really good attack with this other character so you're managing four characters with one deck of cards really cool matter of fact i i, I think i told enrique like he really liked adrenaline the old game like one of the first games yes. we, ever, we ever reviewed good Lord. to me judge dread fixed adrenaline it was an it was an excellent game neat little minis and of course it's martin wallace and i'm a huge fanboy so i was i would just say my aim. If you like Unmatched and you want if something. If you like Unmatched, you'll love Judge Dredd. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, look it up. Look it up. Uh, what's the next game? You, oh, and the components in Unmatched were really good. I actually, I, I had I did fun. Like, yes. If you could, if your painting was a little more precise, I would have you paint my miniatures. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, the, the miniatures are a little small, but they're washed. And so they have a nice little bit of detail, but uh, my hands are just too shaky. Your hands are shaky. But Unmatched, it's okay. It's not really our thing, having a two-player combat type game. I like those games. I, I prefer games that are quicker, more like... Uh, I, for some reason, when it's a two-player game, I Just do a fast card game? Yeah, it's like... Like Airland and Sea? Or... Yeah. 
Or uh, what's Blitz the one Creed, we love so much? Hanamakoji? Or Hanamakoji, something like that. Oh! Oh, speaking of which, Shot and Totten coming out with a sh- expansion, but I, I believe it was called Shot and Totten too. Like, yeah, they're coming out with another. It one. has, it has like your def- one's a defender and one's an attacker. I found that very intriguing. It's supposed to come out, I guess, in November. It's on pre-order on Cool Stuff right now. I really want it because I love Shot and Totten. But uh, yeah, I'm curious about that. But yeah, if it's a two-player game, Cobble and Fog is a little, like you say, it's almost a little too long for what it is. I, to be completely honest, other than the, I enjoy the miniatures. I enjoy the cards. They're very nice. I'll probably sell it. Really? Does that offend you? No, nothing offends me. Thick skin. Because uh, I have Funko... <laughs> I have Funkoverse, and oh. Funkoverse is more collectible. They're coming out with a Darkwing Dunk expansion. Darkwing which I Dunk? Must have. Darkwing <laughs> Did I say Dunk? I don't know, but it sounded like it. But then again, I think I did. Then I again, think I may have dark, said Dunk. Darkwing Dunk. <laughs> That's when you go to Chicken Express, <laughs> you order. <laughs> The uh, thigh, mm. so that's you know your dark. No, well, wing. That dark would have clearly wing. been the wing that mm. you would order, not the thigh. It's not dark thigh dunk. It's dark wing. Dunk. <laughs> dark thigh duck. That's his partner. There's there's dark wing duck, <laughs> and then there's light thigh dunk. <laughs> no, that would a, be the breast. It, oh. the light thigh. The light breast. But anyway, they're making a they're making a dark wing duck expansion. I freaking love Darkwing Duck. They're going to reboot him, apparently, on, I don't know if it's HBO or whatever. Whoever's holding all the DC Universe stuff. I don't know why I said DC Universe, because he's Disney. (laughs) Anyway, it's too late. I've dipped into the vodka. Maybe a little too much to go over this. But I'm very looking forward to the Darkwing Duck expansion to Funkoverse. Funkoverse has all these characters. I mean, they're going into. Whereas uh, Unmatched, they do have like all these. (sighs) Classical characters. They're not licensed. Yeah, it's the unlicensed characters. It's like Aladdin and all these old school literary characters that they're they can just use freely in these games whereas Funkoverse is all type they got Jurassic Park they got Back to the Future they got Batman and Robin they've got Darkwing Duck okay it's a little more here and now okay and I like that Rob Davio listen up million dollar idea for you baby hang on a second million dollar baby Alexa's hollering at me to take my medicine watch out for your stool Alexa Quiet. Alexa's trying to tell me to take my pills. I'll take my pills when I want to. Nosy old woman. Uh, Alexa. All right. Davio, here you go. Do unmatched, but do celebrity unmatched. I don't want to fight Sherlock and the Invisible Man. I want to fight Liam Neeson and Tom Cruise. Get after it. Do celebrity unmatched. Everybody Kim Kardashian wants- versus uh, Taylor Swift. That's right. Shake it off. Shake it off. I played my shake it off card. Uh-oh. <laughs> you can't hit me. See? Yeah. <laughs> you get it? You get it? Was that good? Oh, uh, that's a good one. What does Kardashian's power besides plastic? You punch it <laughs> and she just repairs herself? They, uh, Kanye West is your uh, your uh, little bitty guy that you know is going to follow you oh, around. So. Oh, your sidekick. Yeezy's all up in your business. <laughs> He'd be like, Taylor, that was a good punch, but that wasn't the greatest punch of all time. (laughs) Your turn is over. Uh, Oh, I I think we need to end it there. Oh, no, I ain't Mike dropping it. I'm also looking forward to the uh, new Wingspan uh, expansion, the Light Thigh Dunk. And the, uh, uh, oh, we got to talk about the Mandalorian. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I desperately want to talk about the Mandalorian. Quick question off to the side. Come over here with me, Jerry. Okay. Are we going to do another episode after this immediately, or is this your last one? Because if we end it here, we can do another one, or we go into Mandalorian. No, we got to go into Mandalorian now. 
and then we'll do another one. Okay. I mean, I'm up for another one. I don't have to go. To, I don't have to wake up at four o'clock no more. Okay. So let's do the Mandalorian right now. Okay, Mandalorian, go. Okay. So I Mandalorian, went- uh, albeit I was sleepy during this number three episode. So I remember Katie Sackhoff, and that's pretty much it. Okay. I'll okay. So her character in this is the character from the Clone War, Clone Wars, Clone Wars, <laughs> and uh-huh. she she was she did the voice of this character. In the Clone Wars, and so it was oh, okay, kind of, I did not know that. So, it was kind of yeah, neat. You're ahead so of she, me. Yes, so she was like the female Mandalorian that was. That's why that episode was called the Heiress because she was like the one trying to take back the throne and be the big bad Mandalorian. I don't hardly remember the Clone Wars because I watched it with my kids, and all I remember is just it was a cartoon that I could stand and actually really enjoyed. Uh, I hear Rebels is better. I heard Rebels suck. Um, but who knows? Interesting. I don't know. I've never watched the Rebels. Who do we believe? I don't know. But I will say this. This episode with the tan dude, Bosch, uh, as the Imperial captain and the Mandalorians. and <laughs> He was very orange. Yeah. I love that episode. Like, that really got me. The frog lady... The, 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 just everything about this. They, they have just knocked Mandalorian out of the park doing this episodic, ep, these little episodic adventures. And we all know it's going to culminate with, with him meeting up with, with Ahsoka Tano, who's like my daughter's favorite. Yeah, character. I do remember that. Like they said Ahsoka Tano. I was like, what? Yeah, Ahsoka I know her. Yeah, Ahsoka Tano was like my, my daughter's favorite Star Wars character, bar none. She used to be obsessed with Ahsoka Tano. And so this is going to be like a neat thing to see this live action, so to speak, version. And man, it's just, I'm I'm having to think, is this Star Wars? Like, I know it's set in the Star Wars universe, but it has such a different feel from the Star Wars movies. The Star Wars movies were always focused on this overarching plot with the Force and the Jedi. And really, the the smartest thing Mandalorian has done was kind of extract itself from that, focus on the lore and different aspects of Star Wars. And to me, it's just done a fabulous job. You know, I was thinking about that the last episode when they fought the ice spiders. When he said, may the Force be with you, I was almost like shook. Because I thought, oh, yeah, this is a Star Wars thing. <laughs> it's like you forgot. Because he, he has not said anything. Like, I didn't even know he knew of the Force. Because, <laughs> like, they haven't made reference to it as of yet. Right, right. So I, it, that kind of shook me. I'm like, oh, yeah. The, yeah, that's where we're at. Because I was just in this whole world of it's just Mando and little baby Yoda. And I'm all for it. And so, also, this particular episode was directed by Dallas Bryce Howard. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, she did one of the episodes. Uh, she did the Sanctuary episode uh, last, the, the one where he's, like, the Magnificent Seven with the the uh, the walker and everything. With uh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gina with the Car- village and... Carino, Ina, Gina yeah. Carino, which I really like her. Uh man. So Dallas Bryce Howard. I think is like, you should say you like her character because the person herself is in very much question these days. Is so. she? Was she di- is she doing stupid stuff? Uh, she just yeah, she's apparently just not a very uh, Did you get know, canceled? it's one of those Twitter things. It's a Twitter thing. Oh, I'm not on Twitter. Just say so you like know. the character. So am I not supposed to say I like her cuz I don't I'm not I don't know. I don't know. Depends on whose side you're on. Very political, blah blah blah. We I'm like the character. I'm on my side. I'm on my side. And my side is What is Jerry. her her what is her name even? Cara Dune. Cara Dune. I like Cara Dune. That's what you should I like say. Cara Dune. All right. That is And is I really our, do. Like is that I mean our they could replace the board game stops. Board game stops. Pro Cara Dune here. Our pro Cara Dune. All right. Okay. Gotcha. So yeah, I really think Dallas Bryce Howard has has just done a great job directing, and it's a shocker because I looked her up on IMDb, and she doesn't direct that well, much. She's daughter of Ron. Come on, I know, it's but she did, she's not like you just don't direct, and then all of a sudden you've never directed, and all of a sudden it's like oh, I'm going to pull <laughs> this not- off. It's just, she got it from her father. It's a genetic thing. 
She I inherited guess. directing. She knocked it out of the park. She is knocking it out. I wonder out of the when park. like like I wonder let's see, how old is she? If she's we can figure out how uh, how old she was and what movie she's he old, directed. She's born in eighty one. She's born in eighty one. What did Ron Howard direct in eighty one? He probably wasn't directing in eighty one, was he? Mm, he may have been. Ron what was his first movie. Ron Howard? Well, he did A Beautiful Mind, which was awesome. He did Arrested uh, he Development. He did Apollo 13. He did Apollo 14. Uh, yeah, he's done a lot of, of stuff that's just been uh, amazing. Like, he also like directed- getting his mindset for 1981, <clears throat> then we would know where she's headed towards. Well, in 1981, he directed The Time Crystal. It was a TV movie. It looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was. I mean, pretty much in the 80s. I mean, come on. Now, I have to say this, and speaking of books, he directed a movie based on one of my favorite books of all time, and he ruined it in The Heart of the Sea, which is about. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 I've, I've, I've ranted about that. That was awful. And I was super excited because it had Cillian Murphy. Chris Hemsworth was in it, but I'm not big on him. But anyways, Ron Howard directed it. And I thought, man, this is going to be killer. And it wasn't. It was awful. And, and <laughs> I've never he, seen it. No, don't. Just don't. I Read watched Master and Commander. It's the same thing, right? Oh, my, I'm, on a, I'm slapping you <laughs> through. You, what? You know, you know how I feel about Master and Commander. I know that Russell Crowe rides a whale at some point. Well, riders. <laughs> Based on the game. Based oh, on the game. Awful. Ron Howard How's directed. He, he directed Night Shift, starring none other than the Fonz. Yeah. He directed oh, crap. It just come off. Yeah, the solo Damn movie. It. He directed crap. <laughs> No, I got off. Dengum, you picked the wrong thing. He's act. He's sent. He's an actor. He's a producer. He's a director. He's done too many things for me. To, okay, he directed Willow. He directed Parenthood, Backdraft. Hello, he Far and direct, Away. He directed Willow. He directed Willow. Oh yeah, he did, didn't he? Oh, Cocoon. He did Cocoon. This man's on fire. <laughs> From 1980 to 1988, he is on fire. Wait a minute. Parent, uh, they, did away? they just announce that they're, that they're making a Willow TV series? Yes. They're going to do cow. another Willow. I don't know. Backdraft. How does that how does that ring true, Bear, Jerry, as a fireman? How does backdraft? Do y'all just watch that on repeat 24-7 in uh, your firehouses? Yes. Yes, we do. And we try. Yes, that's that's every fireman watches backdraft. And we'd like to think that 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 rousing theme music used to be on my ringtone. Um, backdraft is is old school firefighting. Like they didn't have pants. They wore the just the big old three-quarter boots is what they used to call them so you would just wear this big trench coat and these big boots and rarely use a uh, scba and you would run into fires and just breathe smoke and die of cancer 10 years later <laughs> that's uh, unfortunate so it is not very realistic in terms of what firefighting is like and it's super overdone like back like you never see that's that's it's not that dramatic no, and you back an actual backdraft is a phenomenon. Like it's something that you you starring John Travolta. You never see. Yeah, yeah. Like you're more likely to see John Travolta before you ever see a backdraft. But backdraft oh. in terms of a movie is insanely good. Insanely good. Very enjoyable. They also tried. What was the other one that came out at the exact same time? Much like uh, Armageddon and Deep Impact and. Wasn't that that so, one that had the football player in it? It was like the had, Terry Bradshaw. Was, no, no, Howie Long. You're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Like they fought the fires where they parachute in, and yeah, yeah, yes, I know what you're talking about. But there was another movie of like Backdraft where they fought fires and it was a bomber type. Okay, I can't remember, but anyway, I'll tell you what. Ladder forty, letter forty nine, or ladder forty seven. With Joaquin Phoenix and Mr. John Travolta. Phenomenal. Great show. Mm. Mm. 
Very far sad. and away. He did Ransom, starring Mel Gibson. Are we? What are we supposed to? Be? Oh, The Mandalorian. Hang on a second. He did Ed just, TV. Are we good with The Mandalorian this episode? Ah. I, I actually need to rewatch it because I think I fell asleep halfway through because we started it late on a Saturday night. I believe I saw the end of it, but I was very sleepy. Well, so then I'm, I'm not, not going to talk anymore about it. All I've got to say is I'm loving well, the Mandalorian. You're, you're, we've spoiled the last two. I know it ends with him saving the day. He blah, dies. Blah, blah. He dies. He takes his head <laughs> off, gets shot by Jawa. <laughs> And like they say, we're going to go see uh, her name. You need to go see Ahsoka Tana, whatever her name is. Yeah. Spoilers. So Ahsoka Tana is going to be on the, uh, I guess, in the episode that's going to come out. Uh, That's Rosario Dawson, right? uh Uh-huh. Which I like her. I like Rosario Dawson. I like her a lot. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Cinderella Man, The Da Vinci Code. What's not to like about Ron Howard's I really directing like, exploits. I really like uh, 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 the Da Vinci, uh, not the Da Vinci Code. The, <laughs> what did you call it? I, I don't ha- know. Hang on a second. Beautiful I, uh, Mind? Uh, Rosario Dawson. I really like her. <laughs> Just need to make sure. She was in Clerks 2. That was a left turn right there. She was in... Um, she was. She's in, in like all the uh, Marvel TV Zombie shows Land. on Netflix. She was as in a doctor. Land. She was in. Uh, yeah. Let's list off everything. Let's just think of an actor and go through their IMDb and list she, off their stuff. She was in that video game. That's uh, the show. She was great. That's our show now. IMDb, the podcast. Why don't you just listen in and I'll I'll read you more of Rosario Dawson's IMDb. No, we're good. We need to end this. Okay. Are we good? This is it for this episode. You're starting to slur and stutter. I think it's time to go. She was in Sin City. <laughs> I'm Gabby. That's Jerry. She was on SpongeBob SquarePants. She did a voiceover. Bye-bye. And I believe she was in a show called Nine Kisses. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.